Blog Talk Radio. Want to hear folks who will keep you in the know? Better tune in to the No Radio host, Miss Coco. Shout out to Coco, y'all, because she really does show mad love for artists. Brandon. Hello, I'm Brandon Marsh. Now I would like to introduce you to the amazing, the talented, the host of the Midnight Coco Show, Miss Coco. Good morning, everyone. It's your girl, Miss Coco, and you're listening to the Midnight Coco Show here on blogtalkradio.com on Coco Radio. Today we have a great special uh, special show for you today. We are discussing natural hair, and on the line with me right now, I have hairstylist from Atlanta, Grapeseed Hair Salon, uh, Styles and Salon, Tashara Harris. And we're going to talk about some different products. We're also going to talk about uh, relaxers when it's time for you to, uh, when you need to put them in. And also um, loving and embracing your hair, especially the children loving and embracing their natural hair. So we're going to get right there, get right into it. Mr. Shar, how are you today? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, you know, this natural hair thing is really like, uh, you know, it's really becoming, um, you know, a tr- uh, I shouldn't say a trending topic, but a lot of people are getting into the natural hair, um, you know, uh, natural hair, and a lot of people don't really like to embrace it or to like really kind of just like, you know, get into it, but, and, and, and yeah. Or feel like, well, you know, I'm like they'll try it for a while, and then it's like, oh, I don't like the way it's coming out, so I'm just going to go ahead and just put the relaxer back in. So I want to talk about some of the products that are out there that will help people, you know, to kind of like keep people, um, you know, keep people, you know, continue to to keep up with their natural hair. Um, because I, I actually have a friend who's who's been natural for maybe about four years, and she's like, ah, because of the, the the industry that I'm in, the business that I'm in, you know, I don't know if people, you know, and how my uh, coworkers or my boss would, you know, um, you know, would appreciate it. And I'm, I was suggesting like different things that she could try, um, you know, or different styles and all that good stuff like that. So can you tell us about some of the products that are out there that can kind of help, you know, um, can help people who are natural or going thinking about going natural um, that will kind of help enhance their their curls and, and the, the natural state of their hair? Yes, I find that a lot of people go natural because they actually think it's easier, but it's um, it's also work. It's work when you go natural, so you have to maintain it, and going natural doesn't mean not combing your hair. That's not what it means. So you still have to do your regular maintenance, and that's shampoo it every two weeks or so. And um, I suggest jojoba oil. You find different oils for your hair type and texture. So jojoba oil, argan oil, that's going to help your, the argan oil is going to soften your hair a lot. Peppermint oil is going to um, stimulate your scalp's growth if you're having a problem with it growing, and that's a good place to put it in your edges. And a lot of people I find are um, thinning in the crown. The peppermint oil is good for the crown of your hair. And um, sulfate-free shampoo, a lot of these shampoos are very harsh for the hair, and it tends to dry it out. 
I get a lot of um, African-American women talking about their hair is dry. So sulfate-free shampoo and moisturizing conditioner. I don't like to throw names out there because I like um, customers or people to go organic and try to find things that are organic because uh, the different types of hair companies, they'll put a, a whole line out there for you to buy different types of products. Once you figure out your hair type and texture, It'll be easier to maintain it. Also, grapeseed oil is good for moisturizing, and coconut oil is good. I like to also shampoo my hair. I'm also natural with um, apple cider vinegar, so organic. And that's actually made by Bragg's. So um, the apple cider vinegar, it really softens the hair, and it gets the hair, the hair follicles, stimulates the bloodstream in your hair, and it makes it grow. So you just have to find out what's best for your hair type and texture and start to take care of it. Once you put those products on there repetitively, your hair will start to change. It's not going to be as coarse, and it won't be as hard, and your curls will start to form. But you do have to have a regimen for your hair, your natural hair. Okay, now with the apple cider vinegar, um, how how do how would you um, like? Could you buy that in the store, or is it just like the the regular apple uh, the apple cider vinegar that you know you get at your grocery store? Or is it like in a hair salon, or I mean a hair store? I get it at the grocery store in the organic section or the international aisle, and it's the organic kind. It's um, B R A G G S Bragg's. Uh-huh. Okay. That's the um, main brand. And when you're, um, I do it before I start the shampoo. I put the apple cider vinegar on the scalp and let it sit for a while, and then I'll shampoo it, rinse it out. And then um, before I condition it, I also put it back on there again and then rinse it out. So I'll start with the apple cider vinegar, and I'll also end with it. Okay, okay. Apple cider vinegar, the organic kind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about, like, as far as, like, um, stimulating the scalp to get the hair to grow? Or, you know, like, uh, I know a lot of people say, you know, stretching it or doing keeping protective styles in it. And, um, like you said, using the, the shampoos and the conditioner, maintaining the hair. What about, um, is there anything to stimulate the the hair growth? Um, The apple cider vinegar stimulates the hair growth and the peppermint oil. So when you do the peppermint oil, you actually want to kind of massage your scalp because that's going to get the blood flowing and that's going to stimulate your growth. Um, Using a paddle brush is really good, too. The paddle brush, it um, moves the follicles around and it also stimulates the blood flow. Normally, the hair is not growing because it's a DHT blocker. So when you put that peppermint oil on it and you massage it around and brush it, it gets rid of that. Okay. 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 Now, um, with that, um, now we know the, to, we can use the apple cider vinegar, the organic kind, as well as the mm-hmm. peppermint oil to stimulate the hair growth and... and mm-hmm. um, and you know, shampooing and conditioning it regularly. Now, how often 
do we need to uh, shampoo and condition our hair? Because, you know, I was reading uh, one, um, what is that, naturallycurly.com, I believe, one of those uh, uh, blogs that was saying that, you don't want to continue, you don't want to wash your hair every every week or um because it it you know the heat from the hot water would dry the hair out well i recommend if you're natural um every 2 weeks depending on the type of style you have um a lot of us are doing protective styling so if you don't have any protective style in your hair i suggest every 2 weeks to shampoo and condition your hair and comb it out with a wide tooth comb, not the small combs, because those are also pulling the hair out. Okay, wide tooth combs. Because yeah. I've been natural for almost two years and uh, coming up in April, and I'm still mm-hmm. like, you know, it's growing out, but I'm still trying to figure out um, what's the best products for me and, um you know, how to kind of, like, get my curls come out because I, I would use the Bantu um, Curl Act, uh, curl Moisturizer. I would use that, mm-hmm. and sometimes it was like it would, I don't want anything to leave a residue on it, but I, I, mm-hmm. I did use it one time, and I was like, oh, it's dry, it's drying up on here, and it keeps, it, you know, it makes the curl, my curls pop out. Um, and that's mm-hmm. after I've conditioned it and, um after I washed it and conditioned it or deep conditioned it, and I've used, like, the hair mayonnaise. I started using hair mayonnaise on my hair uh, to mm-hmm. kind of, like, you know, get that deep conditioning to make it soft and to where it's, uh, you know, it'll it'll stay moist and everything like that for me. Because I live in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and it's humid. You know, we got all this humidity, and then with rain, and it's like, you know, we have so many different uh, weather types that go on here, and then when I travel like on to the west coast or or you know it'll it'll my hair would dry out because there is no humidity out there, or you know it doesn't mm-hmm. it, it seems like something happens you know and and uh and it's just like just how can you you know in the different weather types, how do you keep your hair your natural hair you know moist or keeping you know keeping the curls in? Um, once you figure out the type of product that you're going to need, um, the coconut oil and grapeseed oil, I actually have a product that I use on my clients, and it's a mixture of the grapeseed oil, coconut oil, and peppermint oil. Um, once you figure out what works for your hair um, to keep your curl and to keep the the, the style, depending on the, the area that you're in, you're going to have to actually tie your hair at night. So if you were to have a roller set, let's say you roll it on rides, you have to have a bonnet. After you take your rides out, you have to have a bonnet to hold that hair in place. And if you were to bend to knot it, you're probably going to have to do that every other day, around three or four days to get the curl back into place. So, Tying your hair up at night and not laying on it and letting the the cotton from the pillowcase ravel your hair. So once you get your hair in the curl pattern or the consistency that you want, you have to maintain that at night when you're in the house or when you're sleeping. So tying it up with a protective scarf or something like that, satin or silk, is going to help your hair continue to keep the 
style that you want. So if you were to ride it and you take the rollers down, I'd say the same day, maybe wear a bonnet that night so your curls can stay in place. Um, also, if you were to pin curl it, you can pin curl it every other night. Not every night because your curls are going to last depending on the, the um, precipitation and the moisture outside. You have to keep all those things in mind. And when the weather is bad, of course, do something like a twist out. Don't try to wear it straight because uh, anytime any type of water gets to your natural hair, it's going to always revert back to the natural state until the hair is trained. And the way to get it trained is to do what you want it to do repetitively. If you want it to be curled, you have to curl it repetitively. That way the hair trains to stay in that pattern. If you want it to be straight, you have to straighten it every so often so your hair can be trained to be straight and stay straight. Okay, okay. Okay, great advice, uh, great advice. Um, We're going to move forward um, with our topic today. Um, We're going to talk about, um, you know, Starting out as a kid, I know I was natural. And then my mm-hmm. mother, she put the, the, the relaxer in it. And mm-hmm. how, when is it, when is it too early to put a relaxer in a kid's hair? Um, because, you know, it's sometimes, you know, trying to keep up with the natural or, you know, trying to do it every day, it's like it's really hard and, and, and difficult uh, to, you know, to kind of like really do. So, when is um when is it too early to put a relaxer in a in a child's hair? In my professional opinion, any age before twelve is too early because that's still the hair has not matured yet. It's still uh it's called vellus hair and vellus hair is soft, very fine hair. So you really don't want to put chemicals in it. You want to give the hair a chance to mature get strong, and be able to um, take on the chemical. If you start too early, you take the chance of over-processing the hair, which could jeopardize the growth altogether. So um, anything under 12 years old, that's still baby hair. So I would not put any type of chemical in the hair. Now, a lot of parents are having a hard time combing the hair out, You should start from the end, go from the end to the root. And a lot of parents don't really have patience for their children because it's work being natural. So you actually have to start from the end and go up, and you're not killing the kid's scalp. So a lot of kids don't even want their parents to do their hair because they are very harsh when they do it. We have to be more patient, take the time out, and comb the hair from the root, from the end to the root. Because to me, once you relax that child's hair, you're taking a chance of it breaking out. And if you, you don't relax it, when the time frame is it comes up, the hair will break. So if you get a relaxer and then you don't get another relaxer for maybe four or five months, that hair tends to break off. Hmm. So I say no age before 12 years old in my professional opinion. And one thing about a relaxer is not meant to grow the hair. Relaxer actually strips off the hair, and that's what it does. It breaks down the actual hair. So when you do it over a period of time, that's what you're doing. You're breaking down your hair. That's why eventually the hair starts to thin, 
and gets weaker because you're take you're stripping off the hair with the relaxer. Okay, okay, because you know, like a lot of people think, oh, I, my hair is going because I I put my relaxers and stuff in and. You know, I do this and I do that, and, you know, I keep my hair going, and it's like, okay. Now, my hair did, like, when, like, if I had cut it, got cut in a style, you know, it mm-hmm. would grow, you know, once it, because I, I wouldn't, because what I did was I always maintenance my hair. You know, I was wash my hair every week, um, keep mm-hmm. my scalp clean, and um, and then I would try not to put any heat in my hair, especially when I had a relaxer. Um and I, I still continue to do the same thing, although I don't wash it as often as I used to. Like, I don't wash it every week. But I do, um, I always let my hair air dry instead of uh, using heat on my hair. Mm-hmm. But it did, like I said, it did grow um, a, especially a lot when um, when I did have a relaxer in my hair. So is there a difference um, when it comes to... You know, like like I said, some people do have some people hair will grow when it when it when they do have a relaxer. Is that because of? And I know you said it's not because of the relaxer, but is it because of something that they're doing um, in their regimen? Most likely, if they're normally if the hair is growing, you're not having a problem with the relaxer. They're probably taking good care of their hair by not putting a lot of heat on it, not doing a lot of chemical processing. I know that relaxer and color. Those are two harsh chemicals that will definitely cause breakage. So when I had a relaxer, um, I noticed that my hair, I had to relax it quite often, especially my edges, but I noticed that it wasn't growing as fast, and um, it didn't have a lot of movement, a lot of body. So with that, I stopped relaxing my hair, and when I did, my hair is a lot fuller and it grew faster. So it's up to the individual and it's also up to the regimen that they use. Tying their hair up once you get it done. When you go to the um to the stylist, you get home, you have to tie your hair up. You, you different elements in the air, it's the sun and the wind and different things that will cause the hair to be unhealthy. So you have to have a good regimen with it. So if you were to get a relaxer okay. and then get color, that's another reason that it will break off quickly. Well, yeah, because I, I did that, and I, I did a, a relaxer, and then I waited like two weeks before I did the color. And then when I did the mm-hmm. color, um, after that, I mean, it was still, you know, it was still um, long and everything, but then after a while it started breaking off. And mm-hmm. um, even though I would tie it up or I would do my hair or whatever, you know, wrap, wrap it up and, and everything, um, it, it, I started noticing it started thinning out. And mm-hmm. uh, my ex at the time, he was like, oh, are you cutting your hair? I was like, no, I'm not doing anything. My hair is breaking off because of, you know, I ended up putting that, that color in my hair after two weeks after I did the my relaxer. And I shouldn't have done that because now my hair is it looks like I may have to go, you know, go natural and to get my mm-hmm. hair to grow back. And once I do that, you know, if I like the if I like the natural, I'll keep I'll keep doing it. If not, then I'll um, end up just just going back to the relaxer. But um, I, I'm actually starting to like being natural because I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. running to the store getting you know getting the the relaxers and or you know mm-hmm. I, I actually thought about actually dyeing my natural. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, I was uh, my cousin, she was like, no, you don't want to do that because you definitely got to keep it moist. And I do keep my hair moist, but sometimes I, I kind of, like, slack off from where I don't do it as often. And then I sleep rough, so keeping a headscarf on my hair is like, um, it, you know, sometimes it'll work, sometimes it'll stay on, but then it's like mm-hmm. it'll come off and it's like, oh, dealing with all that. So I just, sometimes I just don't even put a scarf on my hair, and I know I should, but I don't even, you know, do it. But I keep it, like, since I've I've taken out my twist, um, I, I have putting, I've, I've been putting in the twist out in my hair, just twisting up my own natural hair instead mm-hmm. of adding the uh, hair to it. Um, so mm-hmm. since we've been talking about the kids, I, I, I noticed that a lot of children don't really embrace their natural hair. They don't like it because they're they're seeing their parents run to the hair salons mm-hmm. and going to buy this and going to buy getting weave and put stuff put in their hair. So can you tell us a little bit about that? How how what should we do to encourage our children to love their natural hair? One thing for sure is our hair and it, it comes out of our scalp. So I mean if it's yours it comes out of your scalp, you should be happy with the hair that you have. Um, a lot of us look at other people, have to quit looking at other people and deal with what we have coming out of our scalp. If your hair is not, I mean, a lot of people on TV, they they have to go through a process to get that way. So we have to really start doing a self-evaluation. And also with the kids, we have to keep them age appropriate. A lot of kids are starting to look way older than what they are trying to look like celebrities or look like their mothers. So the mothers should want to embrace their age at that time. They want to keep them age-appropriate, with age-appropriate styles. So it's okay if you have to twist, do a twist out for a teenager or maybe give them a nice, cute haircut until it grows out or, you know, you it's okay to, that your hair is not long and straight. You have to really embrace what you have and take care of that first before you start hiding it and putting stuff on top of it. You, you want to make sure that your hair is taken care of and you do the best that you can with what you have. It's okay to get little girls single braids because you can still do those in age-appropriate ways. It's okay to do twists and things like that, but when you want to start doing sew-ins and different things that's making them look grown, you should really think about their hair because you're pulling and you're doing a lot of tension to the hair, and that could, that could also stunt the growth of the hair. So a lot of these young girls, I know we tend to make fun of each other when we're young, and if the hair is not, if your hair is kinkier than the other one, we tend to make fun of each other, but we have to really embrace what we have and who we are and just love that and then, even if your hair is kinky, okay, well, twist it, moisturize it, take care of it, comb it, shampoo it, you know, condition it. It's still your hair. You can still color it. And with the kids, it's hard for them because they go to school and the other kids will make fun of them. So you have to really have self-confidence. Be confident in yourself and then take care of your hair and embrace it. You have to learn how to pull it back in a ponytail and lay down your edges and tie it up and learn what it is, that how you want to look. 
it's okay that your hair is short. It's okay that it doesn't grow as long. It's okay that it's not curly. It's okay, but eventually, if you work towards it, you can get your hair to the way that you want it to be eventually. But you have to take care of your own hair first. I hope I didn't say too much. Hello? Coco? 